Well, hey there, cowboy. Now, who's this pretty gal? Your wife? <laughs> we're not married. We're just sharing a tent. No, and we're cousins. Can you just sign our books and we'll be on our way? Whoa. Well, what's the trouble, Bubble? Oh, I think my girlfriend left me. Hello, welcome back to the Chattahoochee Podcast, episode 31. If you like skipping rocks, skipping rope, <laughs> laughing at all your old friends' jokes, well, you've come to the right place. Hey, I mean, if you're if you're lonely now... You won't be lonely long. You won't be long because we're coming at you for at least the next hour, we're going to talk about Clay Walker. Yep. We've been trying to make this episode for, I mean, going on a month now, and... Um, here we are. We're we're finally going to do it. <laughs> it took a while to make the playlist in general, or the clay list, as you called it. The clay list. The clay list. But just battling. One of us is sick one week. The next week, okay, we're going to record. The next week, the other one's sick. Like still recovering. <laughs> like nope, no, you're nope, not. You're not. <laughs> you're not. In January, you'll be sick. <laughs> you'll like it. So all the negative forces in the universe are trying to. To get us to not make this episode, which means it's going to be a really it's, good episode. Yeah. What's that? I hear angels singing. <laughs> I mean, we could have done the show with one of us sick, but at least one of us at some point in the last few weeks would have sounded like Mamie Watt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that might be a good thing or a bad thing. You you be the judge, but... Um, we could have just pitched it as a guest star and just nobody would have known. <laughs> On the show today, we Mamie Watt. the Mamie Watt. <laughs> She's going to sing Cold Miner's Daughter. <laughs> that's, that's my goal for this podcast, though. If that really. reference is over your head, stop what you're doing, <laughs> and look up where you can watch The Wild and Wonderful Watts of West Virginia oh on a streaming platform. <laughs> we quote that daily in for, our household. For like the last 15 years of my life. <laughs> like, like literally... Today, we were talking to people about that movie. Like, yeah. it's just every day. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> and it's meant to be shared, you know? It's a shared yeah. experience. We used to do this thing, and I know we've talked about this this movie a little bit on this podcast. But um, we used to do this thing. We, you know, we had an apartment together in um, in our early 20s, I guess you could say, when we were playing music and stuff like that. Every time we would get some like visitors that would be around for a little bit like once there was like a band that was coming through on tour that we played with and the, we let them stay at our apartment but we forced them to watch that movie with us here let us <laughs> let us share our culture with you you will enjoy this <laughs> i remember at the show us yelling at the bass player renee just renee. trying to get him to lose his composure and he cracked so many times <laughs> yeah go go at least go Go run a YouTube search on that and just watch some best of moments. Yep. Really, really good. So, um, yeah, Clay Walker, um, I think he might 
be the songbird of our generation? I think so. I mean, would you say that he is um, overrated, underrated, or properly rated as a country music artist? I think I'm leaning towards underrated, even after all this time. Even after all, yeah. I think he still deserves a lot more recognition. He gets, I'm sure, ample recognition, but yeah. I think he needs more. Dude can just sing, man. Yeah. Fantastic singer. Killer singer. Uh, very talented songwriter. Uh, pretty boy. What's like. that? <laughs> <laughs> Trains waiting? <laughs> Pulling out of the station. Man. Man, man, man. But if you're going to pick like, you know, say from 1990 to the year 2000, you'd be like, give me five of the best looking country singers from the era. He's going to be like one of the first people you pick. It's going to be four out of five. <laughs> yeah, of four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's like, a, you know, among his peers picking them. Like, they're like, definitely yeah. Clay. Have you seen the guy? <laughs> Every time they ask Tracy, he's like, it's Clay. It was really Clay. funny. Like, one of the most common things I saw in uh, people talking about his music or him or reviews of his music or him, they, they kept using the word charming. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, he's he's winning. He's very charismatic. Like, look at that face. <laughs> he's charming. Just win you over. Man, man. Well, Caleb, would you like to do a thing that we have not done in just a hot minute? I could be interested. Yeah, maybe uh, open with some um, this day in country history. How about, how's that sound? Teach me something. I want to learn. Well, if you are listening to this episode on the day it premieres, it is Tuesday, January 31st. And this particular day in history is um, pretty good for country music, turns out. Um, really? So, yeah, you, we can go all the way back to 1973. Merle Haggard was at number one on the Billboard Country album chart, which no surprise there. With It's Not Love, But It's Not Bad. Wow. Yep, yep. That was his 13th number one on the country chart. No big deal. Right there in 1973. Okay, um, a not great day in country music history. If we would uh, flash forward to 1987, Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line was born. Woo. So maybe skip over that one. <laughs> But we would go on two years later to totally redeem ourselves as a country music nation. And um, 1989, Alabama would re release their 12th studio album, Southern Star. Wow. Which we talked about pretty pretty recently. So, uh, yeah, the album produced four singles, Song of the South, High Cotton, If I Had You. Yeah. It's kind of a big deal. Pretty good record. I think you could say pretty good record. So yeah, that was in '89, and uh, we got we got a fun one here. Oh no! <laughs> Go on back to uh, 2013. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> it's hard to keep composure with this one. Okay, and we've talked about this, and you probably remember just as well as me the day that it happened. 2013, on this day, Randy Travis pleaded uh -oh. <laughs> pleaded guilty to his August 7th <laughs> incident. When he was found lying in the road, unclothed and smelling of alcohol, 
he received two years probation, a $2,000 fine, and a 180-day suspended jail sentence. It's my Randy. That's Randy. <laughs> Grand Theft Randy Travis. <laughs> yeah, I thought that one was um, a day to be remembered for sure. He said, I'm going to run down to the 7-Eleven, and the next thing you know, he's making a phone call from the county jail. <laughs> so here's what happened. <laughs> hear me out. Don't be mad. Once you hear my side, you'll totally see how I'm in the right. Like, and you would, would you believe they would not even sell me a pack of smokes? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't help it. I don't have my wallet. I don't have my pants either, man. Cut me a break. I'm ready, Travis. Does that not count for anything here? <laughs> I've been shopping here forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Like, Randy, you can't keep doing this. <laughs> like, every time he pulls in the parking lot, whoever's working is just like, ah. <sighs> <laughs> Just ready to hit the emergency button. <laughs> so, uh, any more history? Is that the, is that the high that, that, that's, that's the high points of this day. The guy from Florida, Georgia Line being born, that's more like a a, a day in country music tragedies. You know, it's, it's history, but it's also a tragedy. <laughs> this is day one of the day country music yeah. died. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he... His dad said, this could be the worst day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> worst day of my life. Uh, speaking of things we haven't done in a minute, mm. you want to test our knowledge of some country music lyrics? Yes. yes. Absolutely, I do. And some, I've got a couple good ones for you. I've got some zingers, maybe. Ooh, I got, I've got two prepared. I've got two that might be easy, one that might be a little tricky. Ooh, if okay. you've never uh, listened when we've done this segment or uh, it's your first time joining, hello and welcome, first of all. But uh, essentially, we're going to give each other some lines from some classic country songs of the era and see if the other one can finish the lyrics and give us the next line. I'll go first. I'm going to give you a, I'm going to just right. lob one to you here. This should just break the eyes. You know, I've rambled all around. Like a rolling stone from town to town. Met pretty girls, I have to say, but none of them could make me stay. Oh, oh no. I'm uh, drawing a major blank here. Oh, need to hear it again? One more time, yeah. You know, I've rambled all around like a rolling stone from town to town. Met pretty girls, I have to say, but none of them could make me stay. I'm blanking. I, I... Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! I, you include I, I don't ha- yeah, artist Ricky Skaggs. Ricky Skaggs. Mm-hmm. Roadie commonly travels is the Highway Forty Blues. Yep, got the Highway Forty Blues. Dink, 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 dink. Okay, I'm trying to run through it here. Met pretty girls, I have to say, but none of them could make me stay. Waste time and money too. Is that the no? Is that not it? That's, that's the uh, the one for the the first written verse. Shoot, 
You have to give it to me. I can't. I can't get this lyric. Well, I played the music halls and bars. Had fancy clothes and big, big fine, fine cars. Yeah. Oh, I got it now. Things okay. a country boy can't use. Dixie Lane, I sure miss you. Them Highway 40 Blues. Oh, what a song, man. That's hard. Oh. I think he has like, multiple, there's quite a few verses in that one to keep yeah. track of. That, uh, that version of that with Tyler Childers is That's really good, good too, yeah. It's, it's very good. That snuck one past you. You really game. did. You really did. Okay. So I'll start. Okay, I've got a, an easy, easier one and a harder one just because of lyrical content. I'll get them both wrong. Don't worry. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. Okay. We'll play fill in the blanks here. Okay. I'll give you one line. You give me the next one. Okay. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. They say she just went crazy. Screaming out his name. She went out into the ocean, and to this day they claim that if you go down by the water and see your footprints in the sand. Because every night she walks the beaches of Cheyenne. Ding, 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 ding. You got it. You got it. All right. Man, that, that video freaked me out when I was younger. Yeah. Like, is she a ghost? Is this a metaphor? Garth or? freaked me out last week, just like <laughs> well, each time I see him on TV. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Cool stuff. <laughs> Slick stuff. Feet stuff. <laughs> Breaking down the walls between me and you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Garth. All right, I got you. I got you another one that should be um, a little on the simpler side, maybe. Okay. I'm gonna give you plenty to work with here for a lead up. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. So I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights. Misery looking for some company. Okay, I'm 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 piecing it together mm-hmm. here. Give me that first line again. Yeah. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. So I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights. Misery looking for some company. Because tonight I'm looking for a party crowd. Yeah. Yep. Slamming them back, laughing, laughing out, out loud, loud. where yep. the smoke's so thick, the blues can't nope. hang around. Yeah. Woo! Jukebox yes. jumping like you just don't okay. care. Well, Mr. David Lee Murphy with yeah. Party Crowd. Man. Man, he had some songs. He did. His, this and uh, Dust on the Bottles probably his two most popular ones. Yeah. I'll lean towards this one, I think. Yeah. 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 I mean, the other one, wildly more popular, but yeah. this is a great song. Yeah, great chorus. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. All right, I got one more for you. This one, uh, you'll know the song instantly. Okay. But it's this, this, these lyrics. The lyrics here. are tr- just hearing them without melody. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very hard. It's hard to piece it together. It's hard. It makes you feel like a bad country music fan, yeah. you know? It's like, I should know this. I'll let you down. <laughs> All right, we're going to do the same thing on this one. We'll fill in the gaps. Okay. All right. Trick pony. Poor me. No. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> we, uh, do you remember that time that we played at my cousin's wedding? 
And it, I mean, it's a blurry memory. It happened a long time ago. Uh-huh. But it was at my parents' church. We played, uh, I don't remember the artist, but I remember the song. It was Heidi Newfield from Trick Pony. It was oh, her yeah. solo stuff. And, I mean, we were not suited to sing that song. We 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 probably just should have we, just said no because we couldn't do it very well. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't. <laughs> but, yeah. Every time I, I think of uh, Trick Pony, that's what I think of. <laughs> you sang at my sister's wedding. Did you not? Didn't mean you yeah. play at my sister's yeah. wedding? Well. The Lost Lonely Boys. Yeah. yeah. How far is heaven? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't remember what the song was. But no, it's, it, wasn't uh, the, it was like they're like bowed. Uh, I know it's more than love. That's oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I haven't heard that song in years. Yeah, been a hot minute. <laughs> How far? <laughs> now I have just that visual. You whipped out that solo. <laughs> Can you stop? Everybody was dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, you ready? Yeah. Waitress calls the cops, says she saw it all. Swears a giant alien has landed at the mall. Yep. Cops ring up the mayor, says there's panic in the street. Hang on. Hmm. Uh, something, something, something. He can't find the keys. You're close. Oh, wait. Okay. It's all that you sang this a billion times. Yes. But like you said, in context of just hearing lyrics, it's much more alien has landed at the mall. There's panic in the streets. Right. What if I, what if I give you the first half of this on? Yes. We hate to wake you up. Oh, we can't find the chief. Yeah. Yep, that's it. All right, ready? Mayor says, use your head if he ain't in his car. He's hiding from his wife down at Smokey's Bar. You got it. <laughs> what a song. Rock and roll song. Change my mind. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay, I've got one more for you. Okay, and I feel like this one might be... Uh, a little on the tricky side just because the lyrics and the way it's performed are drastically different than just seeing the words or hearing them. Oh my gosh. So here we go. Everywhere I look, the sun is shining, but it's always raining here inside. I can see you really had a hold on me. It's a mean old love with a flame that never dies. Hmm. And that is, the next line going in would be a chorus. Okay, okay. Okay, run that back. What's Mm -hmm. that? Everywhere I look, the sun is shining. But it's always raining here inside. I can see you really had a hold on me. It's a mean old love with a flame that never dies. Oh, man. For an extra clue, it's performed by... uh, one part of a duo that will be in the area next month. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. Naomi? <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> I had to. I had to. Oh. 
forgive me, why not? Don't cast a spell on me. Okay. I'll give you uh, one more clue just to maybe help. And the word says, everywhere I look, the sun is shining, but it's always raining here inside. The line I can see, it's, I can see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hold on me. It's a mean mm-hmm. old love with a flame that never dies. Never dies. Don't you tell me why. Oh, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah. I hope she plays that. That would be good. It's a really good, good one on a track. Oh man, I feel like that one gets overlooked. It does. It's really good. No one else on earth. I saw the light outside your window. We need to do just a straight up Winona episode. Please, yeah. Man, she's got some haters. Tell me why. She only performs hits. Hey, that's all you write, then you got no other to work with. Hard being at the top. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so stuck for that show to happen. That's going to be so good. Yeah. If anybody out there has had the pleasure of seeing uh, uh, the Judd's tour that Winona's doing and she's just having guests come on and do the show with her, let us know your feedback. How How is it? How was it? Who was with her? Yeah. Because apparently that is a thing that changes. Like, Pretty regularly, it yeah, looks like. Like they, she's had a bunch of different people like with her and opening for her. So yeah, that's going to be, be interesting for sure. Yeah. We're getting the one that's her and Martina, right? Yeah. Her yeah. and Martina. That should be interesting. Yeah. Tanya Tucker opening the show. Going to be, going to be good. I would imagine she will probably come out and sing with her at some point also. Yeah. That's just like a jam packed heavy hitters of country artists in that show. Yeah. I mean, I have heard that they do some of Winona's big hits also. I bet, for which sure. Which, that's great. You know, no, I'm, I'm, I guarantee that you'll hear no one else on Earth. Yeah, I'm here for it. And then um, I would hope that having Martina McBride, they will um, do some of her songs too, maybe? Yeah. I mean, that would be, I mean, maybe they won't, but I'd kind of be surprised if they didn't, you know? Like God's Will. That song, that's a terrible song. That's an awful Martina song. Or um, maybe when God for Women get the blues. Yeah. Hey, hey. I stirred my last batch of gravy. Yeah. <laughs> sure, idea. Copyright, copyright, copyright. It's intellectual property at this point. Yep. You can't take our idea. You can't. <laughs> well, you don't have to be my baby. We have a lawyer on retainer. It is. Uh, <laughs> cardboard AJ. Yeah, actually, yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's cheap though, so. Yeah, he is cheap. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be good. You tell me why. Were you ready to jump in to the discussion of the great Clay Walker and his hits? I am. I am. Was this difficult for you? Um Yes and no. I'm kind of you know it should only yeah. be one or the other but it was i don't know they're definitely from the get-go i knew that there was probably like four tracks i'm like these are definitely without a doubt these are in there yeah and um there was a few extras that i really enjoy but i didn't have an issue i guess placing them yeah as much as i thought i would so the clay walker 
born a Beaumont boy in 1969. And first things first, Beaumont at that time when he was coming up, like him, uh, Mark Chestnut, Tracy Lawrence, like what was, what was in the water or what were they drinking at the local watering hole at the time there? Because man, they were just, there's nothing but amazing artists coming out at that time. Yeah. Just breeding future country legends right there. But young Clay Walker came from, uh, what you would consider a musically gifted family. His dad sang and played guitar. His grandfather actually played with Texas country music artist uh, Tex Ritter. So it was only natural that Clay himself picked up the guitar before he was 10 years old. And then before he got to 15, he was competing and winning in singing contests. So the following year, at age 16, he'd end up with his first paying gig uh, playing with George Jones and then would also receive some words of encouragement from George Jones that kind of, you know, inspired him to chase his dream. Um, so he went knocking for opportunity rather than wait for it to come knocking for him. He beat on the door of a local radio station until someone answered and dropped off his demo tape in hopes that they'd play it. Initially, he was told, you know, sorry, it's against station policy. We don't, we can't do that kind of thing. Um, but after the morning DJ actually took the time to listen to his demo, he had quickly changed his mind. Um, so with the buzz that that generated and the positive feedback that came from that, he decided to further his pursuits. Uh, and he left not long after that for Nashville, uh, taking not much more than his talent with him. He kind of slept in his car on his journey to Nashville. Um, upon arrival, like many well-deserving artists before him, he was turned away at pretty much every label he approached. I mean, that's the Garth Brooks story right there, yeah. you know? That's the... The Randy Travis story. Yeah, yeah. Randy Travis, the... Um, what's the one I'm thinking of? Joe Diffie. Yeah, Joe Diffie. Like, incredibly talented, deserves it, and just like, no. Toby Keith? Yep. That man. <laughs> Shocking y'all. Told him. <laughs> he showed them too, didn't he? <laughs> You you only told him, he said, how do you like me now? (laughs) (laughs) He said, hey, you shouldn't kiss me like this. (laughs) Okay, maybe not that, but. That's what they told him. He's like, okay, I'll do better next time. (laughs) It's like, Toby, I got this funny feeling (laughs) the moment that your lips touched mine. My heart skipped a beat. That's the part of the uh, the turn away story that that he fails to tell. (laughs) Like, oh, this is actually what happened, Toby. No wonder, dude. You can't do that. First first impressions are important. And you Very, really ruined it. Really laid it on me. That's literally the worst that could have gone. Like, Listen, you can't do that. I'll just close my eyes and I just won't know where I'm at. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, like, so just like all these guys that we've mentioned before, so being turned away, that that didn't diminish his drive. It it kind of only fueled his determination to to get to it from there, you know. So you know he he returns to his um, to Texas to you know keep fine tuning his skills, and I'm sure that's what they told him. Yeah, it's like yeah, just go go keep work on your skills. On and I mean, winning contests at 15, the dude already had the skills. He's you know? got them. Yeah, he's he he. I'm sure he already had the voice. You know. So, so he takes a full-time job at the, uh, the local Goodyear plant, worked five days, played five nights a week, and he napped in between. So after a year or two of this exhausting schedule that he, um, 
He finally landed himself a full-time gig being the house band for the Neon Armadillo Bar. Cool name. Very cool. Like, I want a t-shirt of that place. Yep. Like, that sounds awesome. So, one evening while he's playing, you know, his normal normal set. So, a um, there was a producer in the crowd from Warner Music Group, which was James Stroud. And um, so, he liked what he heard, obviously. Uh, he knew that he had found a star. A few weeks after their encounter, Clay found himself back in Nashville cutting a record. So in 1993, his debut album would climb to number eight on the top country charts, wow. produce three number one hits, be certified platinum, and Clay would also win the award for Best New Male Artist. No surprise there. Mm-mm. So um, I guess you could say he quickly made a living out of doing what he loved and loving what he did. Yep. Maybe, maybe that's what he wrote the song about. Maybe so. So, yeah, that uh, that would be a trend that would continue for years to come. I mean, dude's still doing it. Yeah. Still putting records out, still touring. It's also just scary to me as how many artists we've covered this far that had that similar experience of going to Nashville and just being told no. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that, you know, you have the class of 89 and it, it was already a saturated market yeah. with a lot of talent. But like just hearing that makes me concerned and makes me wonder how many other people did we were we deprived of? That's a good point. Because they just told them no and they were more than talented enough right. to do the thing. Right. Yeah, like like you said, like it be the market being so oversaturated, so many people like trying to do the same thing, go to Nashville, make it, make a record, hit it big, all that stuff. Like being one of the people that turned Randy Travis away. And then, like, when he does something, like, oh, yeah, I turned that guy away last year. Like, like they probably fire you. Like, yeah. what, have, what have you done yeah. to us? End like, of that age job. What do you sure. mean you turned away Randy Travis? Come on. I, mean, I know he's he's been down to go to the gas station, not fully clothed, but. <laughs> like, listen, Jim, you messed up. We're going to fire you, and we're going to hire anybody else. I don't know. A <laughs> farmer, anybody. a teacher, a hooker, a preacher. <laughs> like, anyone else could do this job better. <laughs> you can go drive Greyhound buses. <laughs> And that's and that's the that's where he fits in the story. That's, that's the story. Yeah. Now we know. <laughs> <laughs> now I guess we know. I guess. <laughs> Heard it here first. Facts. <laughs> Man, we just keep piecing this together. <laughs> so, um, Caleb, would you like to go through? Some of our top tracks of Mr. Um, Clay Walker are Clay Lists, I guess you could say. Yeah, I've been anxiously awaiting this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a few questionable ones here and there. I mean, that's to be expected. I mean, even Alan Jackson, the Alan Jackson, the patron saying, you know, yep. even Alan Jackson, he has had some misses. Yep. Uh, I mean, not many, but a handful, you know. So I'll tell you where you can find them. A little website called www.memories. <laughs> That's where they're all at. <laughs> Waiting for you patiently. <laughs> Jeez, what a song. Remember that carburetor song? Where yeah. Kinda, oh my gosh. That's a painful the, song. The www.memories was just such such an anomaly and such a weird point in history where like the internet was becoming a very big and everyday thing and mm. it's like oh yeah this is a good song yeah 
the lady was like driving around in a city in a PT cruiser. Like this is the most two thousand one <laughs> well, advertisement for it? I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> if you can't uh, find www.memory right off the bat, you could just go to askjeeves.com yeah, and type it in there. Yeah. It'll come up. <laughs> All right. You want to start off with some of our uh, honorable mentions, our tracks that didn't quite make the top five? We can do that. Let me see. Yeah. Yeah, we can totally do that. There's there's a couple I want to talk about, but uh, okay. we can save that if you would like. But, um, okay. Okay, you want me to lead off here? I'm ready. All right, my number eight spot, Dreaming With My Eyes Open. Okay. Fantastic song. Very good song. Very, very, um, I guess, album album opener. Very good uh, record starter. Yeah. That's the first thing you ever hear from Clay Walker. I mean, you, like, strap in, hold on, man. You're going to investigate. It just gets better from there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just going to get better from there. I don't think it is. Um, I don't think it's a bad song at all, obviously. But I don't think it is um, like top tracks, top five worthy anyway. But okay. still a very fun song. What you got? I have uh, a little ballad he released by the name of uh, Things I Should Have Said. Mm-hmm. We came across this. It's just very um, classic '90s country ballad. Yeah, it kind of reminds you of um, musically, kind of like Travis Tritt. It's just like a very sad song that's also very loud. You know, like, oh, like just kind of sadness amplified with steel guitar. I really like that. Yeah, it's a great song. It's just the concept of him being like, "Oh, uh, I love you. I need you." Yada yada, all these are things yeah. that I should have said. That's good. It's got a good little hook. That's good. And he just delivers them so well. He, <laughs> he really just, does. Really. He, he could just kill it, dude. Moving on. Moving, Moving on. on. Okay. So this one is a cover by okay. a little guy named Earl Thomas Conley. Really? Holding her. And loving you. Oh wow! It is an awesome cover of this song. I bet it is. I love the original. Anyway. Yeah. Et but, can't go wrong with et. Yeah. Etc. Like if uh, if I see the letters etc or somebody says etc, that's what I think of. Earl Thomas yep. Conley, not etc. It's you know, the day he was born, they they should have just erased that from. Yeah. This is retire <laughs> that. <laughs> from any form of communication. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's about Earl Thomas calling now. The song itself, lyrically, like you listen to it and you're like, this dude kind of sucks as a human, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, this is not a good dude, but um, at the same time, it's a fantastic song. And like the like the original delivery of the song with Earl Thomas Conley, which I'm guessing is the original. That's the only other one I've ever heard. To my knowledge, yeah. So to me, that is the original. But the way he delivers it, it's like the same. I don't know. Have you ever heard Joe Cocker like cover Beatles songs? Yeah. It's like I don't know. Like there's he's just so like passionate in the way he delivers the songs yeah. like that. It's the same kind of deal I think with Earl Thomas Conley, and it's kind of hard to reproduce that. 
and you don't have to like exactly reproduce what the original, but he still captured like the same feeling of the original yep. song, which I think is like the best that you can possibly do a cover. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, make it your own and all that good stuff, but also like pay enough tribute to the original that yep. it still makes it good and still still realizes that the original is fantastic, which it is. But yeah, this is a great You can cover. sound half as sad as E.T. sounds singing that oh, song. Man. You're doing pretty good. Man. Third hardest thing I ever, I'd ever do. Putting this playlist together? Yeah. <laughs> Second hardest thing. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. I like that. Number seven. That was That was it. Next one for me, number seven is going to be Rumor Has It. Okay. All right. It's a long pause there. All right. All right. Um, this is one that Clay himself had songwriting credits on and also served as the title of the album he released in 97. Um, one of my fa- favorite things, I think, personally, about his sound musically for a lot of that stuff is going to be like weirdly drums. Not, not often the thing that happens yeah. in country music, yeah. I feel like. Um, they do a lot of just like these real nothing uh, oversaturated, just some real nice simple feels in their transitions and stuff. That just really draws attention to the yeah. drums and sounds really good. I'm about that. Yeah. Um, also, this song, would would you say that does this song remind you of any other country songs from that timeline? Just like in sounds arrangement. I can't think of a, a particular song, but it is very, very 90s country sounding. No. You know what I'm saying? Well, here's the thing that I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just hearing it this way, but I really think that this is all like very, very close to sounding just like, uh, not the whole song, but just like the opening, like the first 15 seconds to George Strait's Check Yes or No. Ooh, ooh. Like it sounds oh, wow. crazy similar to me. Yeah. George came first with Yes or No in 95, and this came out two years later. I'm I'm sure very much so, you know, uh, given Clay Walker and his time coming up and being uh, from Texas, like probably grew up a George Strait fan. Very oh, influenced. yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if you never made that connection, go listen to both. See what you think. Uh, not, not, I guess a handful of years ago when like all of like the pop country stuff started getting like super popular, like, like the new age pop country. Yeah. People, I saw all kinds of people like showing how you could like lay this, like put the songs in the same key and like lay them over top of each other. And it's just the same song, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I guess that. In some cases like this one, you could go back to these 90s songs and find a lot of similarities like that. It was probably a formula, I'm sure, at the time. Yeah. But the thing is, it was a good formula. Yeah, it worked. It was It was good. It was good music. <laughs> it was a formula for greatness, not a formula for, like, how to make garbage. <laughs> there are, speaking of drums, on that particular record... There are some more um, 
percussion things that we'll talk about in just a little bit. Oh, yeah. Man. I'm going I'm to make sure it's not on your top tracks before I talk about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. I think you're good. <laughs> I think I'm good. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna crucify me for putting this song where I put it. Okay, number six. Oh, hypnotize the moon. I'm okay with that. Okay, all right, all right. I'm good. Live to die another day. Okay, hypnotize the moon. I think is one of the finest, catchiest choruses of all time. Yeah, it, the chorus that better Africa. Daggone. It th- is so good. I think the only... Th- okay, okay. first and foremost, if you're listening, I'm sorry. This is not on my top tracks anywhere. What? Nope. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I don't feel bad. Okay, now I'm mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's maybe like, sometimes I enjoy it, sometimes I don't enjoy it, but like the little bits of like maybe a little bit of overproduction, you know, there's like yeah. some like strings and stuff in there. I'm just, I don't know. I don't feel like it needed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like it was you. unnecessary. I feel you. Um, if you love that song, I'm sorry, but it's just, it's just not for me. Like, if anybody could charm the stars and hypnotize the moon, it's going to be Clay Walker, actually, plot twist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you think the tides work? Clay Walker exists. <laughs> hypnotize the moon. Did you notice what that record's called? Uh, pray, No, what, what is that one? Live, Laugh, Love. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he might actually own the rights to that phrase. He's been missing out on a ton of money. He inspired 50-year-old white women's interior design for the past 25, 30 years. And they would all have, you know, whatever their age was, they'd have that many, however long they exist, they'd have that many live, laugh, love signs in their house. If you were 40, you had 40 signs, you know. My favorite, personally, was always like when you would see them in the bathroom. I was like, I've never once been up on the porcelain th- throne and felt like living, <laughs> laughing, or loving. Like, this is not... None of those things. This is not the place for that. <laughs> that's your last honorable mention? That is my... Yep, that's the last one. I got one more, and uh, hopefully we're doing pretty good. We haven't had to throw no stones yet. No, nope, not yet. Uh, number six for me, last honorable mention, is going to be, if I can make a living out of loving you... Or six, huh? Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, released in 94. Once again, another track that shares uh, its name with the name of the album. I saw uh, one review of this that somebody said they they loved the song because they couldn't decide if it was ridiculously cheesy or irresistibly cheesy. <laughs> it It is. It does feel a little yeah. novelty, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, like I'm right there with them. Like I can't explain it, but yeah. I do enjoy the song and I love listening to it. Right. And also, once again, a track that I felt like shared similarities that I couldn't quite place. And then I learned yeah. why I felt that way. Would you like to know who wrote this song? I would love to. He's in the room with us. He's Cardboard AJ. Uh, oh, <laughs> not the Cardboard AJ, but well, the Alan Jackson. Huh. Well, I. Hmm. Which, Did not know that. If you after knowing that now, if you really think about it and you go back and listen to it, this sounds like an Alan Jackson song. It sounds like it was tracked with his band, like on like it sounds. Yeah. But I think the reason why it was passed off 
because one he was eating big time he bred some scraps to toss out for some songwriting yeah. money yeah but he yeah. also just uh had living on love had just released mm. and plot twist funny moment the song that would knock living on love off of the top spot on the charts was this song so he knocked him his own <laughs> song off the ch- <laughs> yeah so either way alan jackson won is <laughs> the king and was eating good yeah, daggone. He's like, man, my song's not number one, but oh, wait, my song kind of is number one. <laughs> Actually, yeah. yeah, it is. Imagine this song with a Alan Jackson signature <laughs> in the background. <laughs> perfect. Fits perfect. Man, yeah. that makes so much more sense now. It, yeah, it, after listening to it, immediately after learning that, I was like, I hear it playing as day now. Like, it's, um, it's novelty but good in the same way that like Tracy bird, watermelon crawl is novelty, yep. but good, you but know? good. Yeah. Which is also a pretty daggone good song. Well, we, we made it through that successfully. We did it. We did it. We're ready to break into these top tracks. Sure. Yeah. You, you want, you want to lead us? Yeah. Lead off matter here. Number five for me would be, Dreaming with my eyes wide open, sir. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. All right. We're not that far off. Yeah. Uh, fourth and final single from his debut album and number one hit, go figure. Surprise. Yeah. Um, pinned by Tony Arata, best known for writing The Dance. Hmm. Now that dude's a songwriter. Yeah. Dad, Colin, what a song. Yeah. This is one of those Listen. ones like when... When it first starts, it kind of leaves you wondering at first if you're what you're going to hear, you know? Yeah. The tone kind of changes to something that could be like, it's kind of weird. Like, like is this a Stevie Ray Vaughan song? Like, it's really, <laughs> really weird at first. Yeah. And then to me, like these really heavy uh, mid tone country riffs. Like, oh, okay. Okay. I see what we're doing. Yeah, now. All right. But, yeah. All right. We're back. It's, but yeah, I love the song. I love the sounds. It's one that. You can't help but sing along to. It's just catchy. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Number five? Number, Number five? five for me? All right. All right. Live Until I Die. I like it. Live Until I, I love the... Um, I think the fiddle does it for this song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It kind of carries the entire song. Like this fiddle jumps in and out like the entire time. Fantastic. I love anything that's going to open with fiddle. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. That it's a, it's a good message of a song. I mean the like lyrical content it's, I mean, it's a pretty straightforward, simple country song, just feel good song. But yeah, lyrically, I think it's really good, but um, I mean, musically it just, it's just one of those, it makes you feel good song. You yeah. Know? Very, very good. Okay. Number four. Number four might be a curveball. Not for certain. It's a song called uh, Lose Your Memory. Okay. I don't remember this one. This one's from 94 uh, from the If I Can Make a Living Out of Loving You album written by Clay himself. Um, It's one of those. This song's really good. It's one of those that makes me have problems with this album because the singles uh-huh. they released did good but this yeah. track it's not a single mm. i think is better than anything else that they dropped off that album that mm. was a single um 
it seems like definitely where he pinned the song, he had more control over the sound of the song than some of the others, maybe. Then them then them being like, Oh, you should do this or that maybe as trying to push his sound or the song in a direction. Uh, apparently it's like a really common thing right now that uh, which I don't really listen to the radio or like watch a ton of like um I don't know, I don't listen to a lot of new popular music. Yeah. I guess you could say. But so I don't really hear a lot of this stuff as it happens, you know. But uh, apparently like a lot of big like pop artists have been like buying up their well, not necessarily like buying up their own catalogs of music, but mm-hmm. they've been re-recording like all of their music. Yeah. And that way they have ownership over it, you yeah. know? And, but, and like one of the reasons being that like these uh, records, like, like you were saying with this song, how it should have been a single. Yeah. But it just kind of got passed over and that was the end of it, you know? Yeah. But like when artists do this kind of stuff, they have the opportunity then to be like, no, I want to push this song that I originally wanted to push exactly, forever yeah. ago. That is a fantastic song and actually, you know, do well with it or make revenue, whatever, yep. whatever your goal is there. But yeah, that's, that's a pretty good idea. But, um, yeah, I know Taylor Swift did that and I'm terrified of Taylor Swift. I think she might be a witch also. <laughs> <laughs> Winona, Taylor Swift. Who else? Hmm, let me think. Who's a witch? <laughs> I feel like America played this game yeah. back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Who's a witch? Anybody you, different? You, you, you. <laughs> that one's different. I don't know. I saw that would do a card trick. Definitely a witch. I need a cartwheel. No, not allowed. <laughs> if I don't think of any more witches, I'll let you know. Nope. Chattahoochee yeah. Witch Hunt. 2023. <laughs> okay, we're breaking into the top three. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, wait. Oh, wait no. I got one. I got oh, sorry, four. sorry, sorry. Okay. This song. Okay, when. Forever ago, when I heard this song, I didn't think much about the lyrics. I didn't think much about it. And the song being. This woman and this man. Oh, really? Okay. I didn't think much about it. I never really dove into the lyrics. And like it sounded to me as a song that would be played at like like a wedding or something. Or like a wedding reception. Yeah. Not at all. No. Not at all what they're going. And the thing about... And see, I do love the song. I think it sounds like a fantastic country song. I do think it is a fantastic country song. But... Also, the lyrics are wildly confusing. Yeah, they are. And like, like you know, uh, on The Office when he's like, um, he has the sign up and he has like the red, the, the red don't. circle, yeah. like the don't, he's like, I can't make it any clearer. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's Clay Walker in this song. Yeah. It's like, like Clay, the longer you sing, the more confused I get mm-hmm. about this situation. Yeah. Like, are you saying that there's two women? Because you're saying this woman this woman and this man? Is that what you're trying to say, but you don't want to come out and say it? It's like, okay, start from the beginning. Okay, there was this over. woman, and there was this man. Okay. Oh, and where's this other woman coming yeah, from? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the lyrics are very confusing, but um, just don't think about it. Just listen to it. Just listen. It's good. It's a good song. I can definitely see the uh, overall, just 
first go around didn't sound like something you would hear at a wedding. Yeah. Like, this woman and this man. You you just think, okay, automatically. That, that's probably a wedding yeah, song. They're getting cool. hitched. Okay. okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. And I know you're not being clear at all right now, Clay. <laughs> Moving Can I get it through to you now in some other way? I mean, yeah, you could actually just, just spell it yeah, out like a normal human here, dude. You got pictures, maybe. You could just show us pictures of what's happening. <laughs> you got like a whiteboard where you yeah. can break this down. I'm still not getting it, Clay. <laughs> Sorry, dude. All right. What's yours? Moving to number three? Yep. Who needs your baby? Hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. Tell me about it. I don't remember this one. <clears throat> you remember this one? No. I don't remember. Who needs the heartache, baby? Who needs the pain? Who okay. needs to hang around and take the blame? I got you. Never mind. Who needs you, baby? I do. <clears throat> also, uh, from the same album of um I think your woman, your uh this woman, this man, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. Came out in ninety five. Uh pinned by the collective of uh Clay Walker himself and also Kim Williams, best known for songs like Three Wooden Crosses. Hmm. And uh, alibis. Uh, well written song, super catchy hook. Uh, definitely like overall musically some of my favorite sounds from the area. Just the way this one's arranged. The once again like the guitar work kind of reminds me of Travis Tritt, like a uh, kind of like sometimes she forgets. That yeah, style of Travis yeah. Tritt guitar. <clears throat> it has that heavy thumping bass, which I'm always about in country oh, music. Yeah. I feel like it's essential for like that barroom honky-tonk sound. I feel like yeah. you need that. <clears throat> One of the things I love the most, though, is like it has these little still guitar licks, okay, that play right before the courses that the bass plays in unison with oh, the still guitar, and it is mm, chef's kiss. Oh, Perfect. I love that. Love it. Oh, I'm excited to go back and listen to that now. Yeah, it is amazing. And it is my number three. Solid. Very solid. All right, all right. My number three, song we already talked about. I can make a living out of loving you. Being in every week or two. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked at length about this a few minutes ago, but... I do think it is a fantastic song. This is, th I mean, this is one of the songs that I instantly think of when I think of Clay Walker, you know? And you also love it for the key changes, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the more the better. <laughs> the more the better? Yeah, you know, if you know you, me. You said for the whole time we've done this that you hate key changes, and I, <laughs> at this point, I just can't believe it anymore. I don't think I believe me yeah. either. <laughs> I can't trust myself. From me discussing it to you discussing it just now, can you hear it? Can you hear the Alan Jackson more yeah, already in your absolutely. head? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it makes so much more sense. You can hear him singing now. it. I could hear Alan doing this song. You yeah. Know? I kind of like to. Same. Man. Oh, man. We're getting down here to the, to the top two. We haven't matched up any yet, so we shall see. We might. We may. We might. Yeah. It's. Um, Getting number close. two for me is going to be, I think one that was in the back end of your top five, "Live Until I Die." Yeah, yeah. yeah. This one was a number one hit from a debut album, of course. 
Uh, he wrote this one when he was 17. Wow. And said so he sort of thought of the song as uh, kind of like an autobiography put to music. So he drew a lot of inspiration from his childhood, uh, from his grandmother. Uh, lyrics that I'm sure overall of this song just resonates with a lot of people. Right. Myself included, just like, yeah. you know, uh, kind of shares like life lessons that, that he's benefited from. Yeah. And where he's at now. And also just talking about like, I'm sure his grandmother, like that generation of people, like probably the same for you just growing up. I spent a ton of time at my grandparents' house. Oh yeah. That's like those people definitely like they woke up and live life to the fullest every day. Like they really just went from daylight to dark making the most of it. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, great song. Uh, Love it musically. Love his voice. Love the, uh, the little story behind it, I guess, of where he drew all the inspiration for it from. Yeah. Super neat. Yeah, I like that. I keep wanting to do the Garth thing. I really like I really that. like that. <laughs> okay, number two. Mm-hmm. Rumor has it. Okay. You love me too. This is so catchy. The chorus is... Man, the chorus is so daggone catchy, this song. And I I think it's cool that they, um, they I guess they kind of gave him the creative liberty to sing different, like the same part in in his songs. Sometimes, like, he'll sing it one way, the first chorus, the like yeah. second chorus, he'll sing it different if he wants to. He has it's a like, serious range. Yeah, you going to tell him no? He's a phenomenal singer. Good luck, yeah. Yeah. Like, are you going to tell him no? No, he's keeping the same. No, just let the dude let him work. Let 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 the boy let, let the boy Clay work. Cook. <laughs> <laughs> let Clay Cook. That's some, another <laughs> copyright. Copyright. Yeah, copyright. <laughs> some very underrated piano on that one too. Yeah, yeah. I think we did it. I, I would be very surprised if we didn't do it. I'd be disappointed. All right, ready? Yep. Three, two, one. What's it to What's you? It to, yep. yep. There yep. we go. Okay. Yep. We did it. I knew it. What's that? Gosh, what a song. <laughs> it's the rhythm of two hearts beating, bud. Like, <laughs> pounding out a message, <laughs> steady and true. Talk to me, baby. Yeah, released in 93. Uh, that's also known as the year that Clay taught us what love is. Yeah, we that's didn't what, know before. That's that. what I refer to it as. I mean, even Don Williams didn't know a thing about love. No. Thank you, Clay, for coming along. <laughs> I or like... was it uh, Conway? It was Conway. Conway. Don't know a thing about love. Yep. Talk to the man in the moon. I mean, he found out. Hey, There's a lot of things that uh, that... There's a lot of things that Conway what he thought love was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, I, I would like to imagine that he finally figured out when Clay, Clay taught him. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, is uh, a track that I wholeheartedly believe that if anyone else other than Clay Walker recorded this song, it's just like another. 90s song drop in the bucket you know what i mean yeah like, it's just oh a good song but like it doesn't stand out as much as it does without like the charisma and energy that he brings to the song 
And the key change. And the key change. Phenomenal key change. Why not? Why. Yeah, it's great. There. He's got the range. Why wouldn't he do it? Exactly. Exactly. He can do it without Carrie Underwood in it, though. You know? He didn't have to scream at you. Yeah. That's unnecessary. Like, why are you yelling? Calm down. <laughs> I get it. It's football. I get it. Stop. Just you're ruining it. Listen, we all love football here. I don't need you to yell at me over it every Sunday night. <laughs> okay, so we often talk about uh, songs that have the same kick the door down energy as like Shania Twain's Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Yeah. This song has the same energy, maybe even more, honestly, for me personally. The thing about this one, it don't stop. No. It just the energy it just, just builds expo- yeah. like until the end of the song. You just it just keeps going. Yeah, you're just riding high from start to finish. I uh, love the verse. I mean, the the chorus obviously is you know iconic, but like the the lyrics on the verses of the are just fantastic. Yeah, that last chorus that hits like, man, listen, I feel like I could pick up a Geo Metro and throw it farther than Tom Brady <laughs> throws a football, like. <laughs> Like he's he just breathes life into me there. Yeah, yeah. He's like, talk to me, baby. Woo. It's like, woo. <laughs> Tell me what just all the while screaming, I know what love is. <laughs> What's it to you? <laughs> yeah, so that one that was a song that would definitely go on the break down the doors. Oh know, yeah. Tear them off the hinges playlist. Oh yeah. We need to compile that playlist sometime. Just all the nineties country songs that <laughs> make you want to lift the geometry with your legs. What's what's the the uh, the meme of the the hardcore band with the pit? What what is that? What's the band? You remember? It's uh, Harm's Way. Yeah, something like that. that. Yeah, that's me listening to. <laughs> what's it to you? I want to put put this with the 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 band that played in Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Talk to me, baby. <laughs> Open oh. <it> up. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> if you if you don't know what we're talking about, just go YouTube What's Up Denny's band. Yep. And, and you're welcome. <laughs> All the weird places we ever played, why couldn't we play at Denny's? Man, that would have been great. If I could have just like in between songs been getting like a mouthful of pancakes. Yes. Yes. So I won't be dropping no drumsticks tonight because I'm covered in syrup. <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I get another coffee while yeah. <laughs> while we're waiting? And that grand slam. Yeah. Just put it on the tab. <laughs> and by the tab, I mean on the house. <laughs> okay. This is um, kind of non-country music related, but in a way it's not. It's completely related. Um. If you had to choose, trifecta here, Huddle House, Waffle House, Denny's, what's number one? Um, I think I'm going to lean towards Waffle House. Number one? I think so. I feel you. What I feel you. Got? you. Well, um, out of those three... There was a time when I would have said Huddle House number one. Yeah. But it's just not, the quality is just not, either it's not what it was 
or my stomach can't process those foods anymore. <laughs> You're like, an adult now. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like, what did you just put in me? Did you just eat biscuits and gravy and chicken wings? Were you full? <laughs> Why did you put those two things yeah. together? Because <laughs> I like to party. Yeah, we're shutting down. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I might put Huddle House first. But the thing is, at all three of these fine establishments, the bang you get for your buck is it's good, a phenomenal. You're getting your money's worth. Oh my gosh, you are getting your money's worth, and then some. Like you're, you're you mean to tell me I can go to Huddle House with seven bucks and get this MVP breakfast yeah. with a waffle? Definitely okay. the meal of choice for us is like uh, young, poor adults. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then of course you can graduate to the uh, the Cracker Barrel Sunrise Sampler. Whereas, yeah, and that's, that's what the, that's moving on up. How much do you think the people that worked at the Huddle House establishment disliked us coming in there oh, on a regular is. basis? Because like we barely usually had money <laughs> to pay. I think at one point I might have tipped like three dollars and a pocket watch. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I did. Yeah. We would do the dumbest, uh, dumbest stuff, and like, and this was from like I don't know from the time we were sixteen to the time we were like twenty. Yeah. We would go in there. We'd put all of our money together just to get as much food as we could afford yep. <laughs> and tip with the dumbest stuff. I remember the time we um, we ate a bunch of wings, and we didn't have money for a tip. But, I mean, we – they yeah, like you said, they had to have hated us. Yep. But we just um, – with the chicken bones, we spelled out thanks on the table and left. I'm sure that that was way they meant, you know, the most to them and wasn't more of a pain than anything. So, how many poor ladies did we just drop to quit? They're like, it's that's it. I'm done. That's it. They keep coming in here. I hate them. I'm done with them. Wait on these or just things like you know, Office Saturday, where we would commonly go to <laughs> thrift stores and spend like seven dollars yeah. on suits that someone's papal probably died in, and yeah. And then just where we go out on the town, we'd go to Huddle House, you know, get a classy dinner and go to a movie maybe. <laughs> yeah. Just rolling like eight eight heads deep on a Friday night into the Huddle House. Yeah. And everybody's just like got off work, catching a bite with the family. And here comes us in, <laughs> suits. in suits, suit jackets and ties. I remember my dad was, the first time we went, me and you were leaving from my house with suits on. But that's a very cool one. Yeah, we can go crunch some numbers at Huddle House. <laughs> and it was it was then that he had to have thought, yeah, he's going to fail college for sure. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> crunch some numbers, we mean wings. Yeah, crunch some wings. <laughs> Spell out thanks on the table. The general appeal, though, was also is that they had a, ju- a touch tones jukebox, yeah, where did. you could just load that sucker down with all the goodness you wanted. I remember we were in there one night. There's a lot. We we have a lot of Huddle House stories because we Plenty. we used to eat a lot of Huddle House in Chapman. Well, it was like the only thing open around here too. That at the time they were open twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah. We were a bunch of kids. We didn't care what time it was. You could eat dinner at midnight. If I'm you all checked to Mountain Dew. I don't know, we were in there late one, it was like Friday evening, and um, this dude comes in completely covered in blood, like completely. It's like, what happened? Did, did this dude just get beat up, or did he jump out of a moving vehicle on the yeah. interstate? Went to the bathroom, got washed up, and then he just walked out and left. And they never found the body. Never yeah. found the body. 
There's also literally like it sits next to the river, so like what really happened there? You know, but. I don't know. I mean, there's. I mean, he he could have murdered somebody. He could have jumped out of a moving vehicle when he saw the the that neon huddle house sign flashing it like it was drawing him like a yeah. moth to a lamp. You he could have like been wrestling and like he caught a forty pound catfish and just had to find it out on the bank. You That's know? true. Like, possible. True. Could have been a ghost. Could have been a ghost. Could have been all of the above. No. Ghost got the best of him though. Yeah. He he looked rough. <laughs> Cleaned up pretty good though. Yeah. <laughs> so all that to say, I think Huddle House for me. Yeah. Number number one. <laughs> if you're looking for a unique experience, definitely Huddle. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. You never know what you're gonna run into there. Okay, there's a song I, I alluded to earlier. It was on the same record as uh, Rumor Has It. Was it called Then What? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's so many things. This song was huge. I hated it. I did not like this song. I still don't like this song. Number one, the dude, uh, he's talking about his, his good friend that's like thinking about cheating on his wife and ruining his entire family and all this stuff, you know, and he's trying to talk sense into him. But like the whole time I'm thinking, dude, you need better friends. This is not a good no. dude you're hanging out with. Like, and this is one of your good friends. What What do you got to, you know? And he's telling him like the consequences of these actions in the most cheerful way possible. Yeah. With a steel drum. With a steel drum. I feel it That's what it makes me think of. Michael Scott coming back with, from the Bahamas yeah. with the steel drum. Tan all over. Jan all over. <laughs> it's all inclusive. You know what that means? Yep. <laughs> I'm like, I listened to that the other day, and I, my first thought was, okay, Kenny Chesney. Yeah, that was the... <laughs> The veering off the road towards the beach country, I guess, there for that one track. Uncle Cracker. I saw the, um, recently I saw some kind of big uh, festival that was announced. Uncle Cracker was on the bill. Like, oh, he's still doing it. Making a comeback. He, um, he took, um, some time off from being Pat Green. And he's back his mm-hmm. alter ego, Uncle Uncle Cracker again. Speaking of, I saw a clip that I need to go back and find this into you. It just randomly recommended to me on the internet, but it was uh, Pat Green <laughs> drunk at some festival. <laughs> I mean, drunk singing "Wave on Wave," <laughs> but you couldn't even make out like "Wave on Wave" is what three syllables. You couldn't. He was like, "Wave on Wave." He was just like, he was having a good time. Uh, oh, that's awesome! It came on him like a wave on wave. Let's just say. <laughs> That was the Uncle Cracker coming out in him. Comments like, Pat Green used to be so good. Like, <laughs> okay. Debatable. All right, man. Name three songs. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Paul, wait. <laughs> when the sun... No, nope, nope. That was the Uncle Cracker. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Follow me. No, nope. once again, Uncle Cracker. Believe it or not, also Uncle Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Well, man. So yeah, Clay Walker. Go uh, go find our newer than nineties playlist on Spotify. It's on our it's on our link tree. It's on I mean if you go to that, it will send you literally to all of our anything. Yep. But yeah, that uh, that playlist is on there and it's awesome. Our top tracks is on there. 
Fantastic. 90s on there. I mean, if you're, um, I mean, I, I know I'm definitely 100% not, but if you're in the Christmas spirit, our gigantic Christmas playlist is on there. Yeah, only like, what, 300 and how many days still on Christmas? Yeah, <laughs> yeah just counting down the days. Counting down. Counting down the say, days. Y'all don't, you don't need anything. You don't need to think about tomorrow. You don't need anything money can buy. You just need to listen to this podcast and, all- and live until you die. Live That's until it. you die. Piece of cake. I mean, just like the song said. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's what he was talking about. <laughs> so hopefully we will have some exciting stuff coming up here soon. We've got some ideas that we are, um, I don't know, I guess you could say brainstorming. Uh-huh. You know, like back in middle school, we had to, they made, we made us do those brainstorming bubbles. Like I know how to have ideas. People. Yeah. I don't need to make a diagram out no. of it. But yeah. Yeah, we're kind of doing that. Big idea, guys. Big, big <laughs> brain ideas here. <laughs> Hopefully some uh, some new merch yes. soon mm-hmm. for the spring season. You know, spring is upon us. It hasn't quite sprung yet, but uh, I wish it would. <laughs> yeah, if if it's going to be winter, just snow, just snow, just get it over with. Yeah, I don't want cold and rainy. I don't want that. I don't want that. Just give me snow or be warm. You know. Yep. Yeah. That that's my that's my feelings on it. But, um, yeah, until next time, um, not sure when we'll be dropping a new episode, but it will be very soon. But, uh, yeah, in the meantime, tell your friends, tell your family, share some, um, share some memes with us, share our memes, you know, just, um, spread the word. Share your top tracks with us. Oh, yes, absolutely. There's a very good chance that we miss some, um, some bangers from, clay so yeah let us know what we missed but if then what is your number one well i don't know if i want to know i'll be honest no disrespect you just enjoy it yourself i don't want to know i won't be able to sleep (laughs) well guys we love you leave us a leave us a rating yeah leave us a leave us a a sterling review leave us five star rating uh if it's anything less than five stars just don't do it you know, you just don't do it. That doesn't help us at all. If you listen to this entire episode to decide that you hated it, why did you do that? But, uh, yeah, just don't do that. But yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. And yeah. Till next time. I think Clay would want us to tell you to live, laugh, love. Definitely. Amen. You don't understand, Peg. A man only gets a chance to meet Willie Nelson once in his life. It's supposed to be special. 